Dear person with a personality disorder who was formerly my partner, I did not know. I did not understand until after you were gone. But in the months after your abrupt departure, I learned many new things, and I want to share them. Not for you, because you don't hear the truth. You only hear your own voice and the sound of that insatiate lust that drives you to distraction. You do not hear me or see me or feel me. So it is for all the others who also suffer because of your kind. It is for them I want to share this cautionary fractured tale. Once upon a time in a Texas town in a distant, distant place, There was a boy who was badly broken and a lady who was forever lonely. Both had suffered at the hands of those who were supposed to protect them, but failed and hurt them instead, in many ways too terrible to tell. Each of them learned to cope with the pain in different ways. The boy closed himself along with all of his shame and fear and rage, while the girl, she closed herself too, along with all of her suffering and sadness and loneliness. To survive, he acquired a mask, and she acquired a stoic resignation. They folded into themselves and locked it all away and swallowed the key. They were born out of chaos and recognized an ancient familiarity that confirmed that they had traveled many lives together. No one else could comprehend their connection. He was young, she was not. He was poor, she was not. He was wild, she was not. Yet they knew each other intuitively and immediately. They had always been together throughout time and space. They had always been one synchronistic soul. So each set out to feed their hunger. He feasted long and well as he had never fed so completely and grew fat on the manna she provided. She stepped inside of him and lost herself in there with no boundaries, no personal identity, no lifeline or way out. It was a bond that defied explanation. With bellies full of feasting, they rested in each other's arms, content and safe at last. But he was feral and wild and knew no limits or ways of men. He roamed about, impulsively sniffing out trouble and standing too close to fire. So close, she felt the heat radiating through him. She warned him. She cautioned him, attempted to explain the danger that was always near. But he was feral and wild 
and knew no limits or ways of men. Years passed, then more years, and like all things, they both grew older. He never stopped feeling the call of the wild, something that beckoned to him near and far. The howling and the heat crouched outside their door, waiting, calling, stirring the hunger. He knew it had always been there, but now he began to feel its presence in his bones. He had closed himself off all those years before, and the light inside of him went out. And without light, there was no love, only the hunger and the food to feed it. She brought him plates stacked high with beautiful things, but he had grown tired of what she had to offer, and she was weary of trying to fill him up. Too many times he had searched for juicy morsels outside of their nest. Too many times he turned away only to lift his primal nose to the wind in order to ferret out something better, only to return again and clean his plate and lay down beside her. He began to pick and poke and prod. Then there it was, a tiny thread. And he began to pull and pull and pull away until it began unraveling and unraveling and unraveling, and there was no way to stop it then. She believed in the power of their union and the healing powers of the feast that she provided, now stale and dull, after so many betrayals in one shape or form. She lost her ability to create enough color and flavor and spice to hold him. He wanted more. He wanted new The heat and the howling crouched outside their door. He felt it calling him in his loins. She saw it in the shadows and began to fear it more each day. He ached to pry open the beautiful door that kept them safely in their sanctuary, now perceived as a hideous door that contained him. The thing outside the door cried day and night with no respite. The lustful shrieks carried on the wind chilled her to the core and made him restless as he paced to and fro, resisting the urge to throw open the door, sink his teeth deep into the heat and the howling, be baptized and born again in its blood. An exquisite coupling flames licking and lashing and consuming them in ecstasy. The thing about wild animals is that they are wild. Call it tiger blood, call it feral frenzy, call it what you like, but whatever you call it, it is wild. If you try to cage it, tame it, teach it, it may look docile for a while, but underneath, That soft purr is a savage wrath and a roar that compels it to unleash the predator that it is and always will be. The thing about the heat and the howling is that it is everywhere, all times, all places. This omniscient, 
ever-present beast emits an invitation to mate through sound and smell and sight that cannot be ignored by a predator. An animal cannot contain their desire to sink their teeth in, tear the flesh into pieces, and devour delicious new prey. One bright summer morning, he turned toward her one last time with a kind of fury and contempt that paralyzed her and turned her to stone. He kicked down that beautiful door and burned their sanctuary to the ground. Now, lean and muscular, panting hot breath and roaming free down streets and alleys in the middle of the night, on the hunt for the next victim to quell his appetite for fresh meat, he watches in the dark and pounces unexpectedly. They never know what hits them. As they are being eaten alive, they lie there in shock and disbelief, unable to get up and get away to safety. As for the one who fed him and grew him into the magnificent beast he became, he devoured her too. As she lay dying, gasping for her last breath, he stood over her, full from her savory flesh, and lifted his face to the moon that cast light on his bloody mouth and chin. He paused with a smug grin and turned to disappear into the night. Fast and agile, strong and stealthy, he smirked and disappeared like a ghost, like a phantom. They should have been more careful, he thinks to himself, as his newfound power runs like fire, fl- runs like fire through his veins. They should have believed me when I warned them that I had sharp teeth and savage desires. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 